0: guys it's the connection podcast welcome everybody to a very special episode of the connection podcast we're in just under an hour we are going to dive we're not going to but some ladies are going to dive into the bible and come full circle with god in his word <laughs> so, uh, y'all it is a full packed apartment and my little tiny studio apartment today um we're going to get out of the way because we have some ladies who are going to be talking about prayer uh, talking about all these kinds of things of, you know, what is prayer? How do they pray? I don't even know what they're going to talk about. So we're we're just going to shut up and we're going to let them take over. So Lillian, if you could come in, introduce the
1: ladies. Thank you. What's up, you guys? We're back and we have three more with us for this ladies talk. Um, so I'm going to introduce myself first. And then Tara, do you want to take off next after mm-hmm. me? Yes. So I'm Lillian. And I am Tara. And I'm Ariel. This is Michaela.
2: And this is Kenya. And hi, guys, this is Melissa.
1: So I first want to say like how happy I am to see all of these beautiful faces in here because, I mean, just the last time it was myself, Kenya, and Tara, and you've heard Melissa's voice i um, on a couple of the podcasts because she's got to sit in with us. But it's so cool just to see like how God's working and bringing <clears throat> us like together and just bringing girls to us. But today we get the opportunity to talk about um, a really cool topic um, and it's prayer. I think a lot of us have, um, we either have a prayer life or we want to have a prayer life. And so I think we'll start today just kind of talking about our own prayer lives and then kind of go into more detail about like maybe what we can do to further, like get closer to God in that communication that's so important and um, kind of just go from there, let the Holy Spirit take over and speak through us. Um, so Tara, I hate to like put you on the spot, but yeah, you're good. I just kind of want um, to talk, like ask you like what, what's your prayer life like and how can you um, <clears throat> explain to people or anyone that's listening like where you, how you got there?
3: Yeah, well, I'm definitely not where I want to be yet. I think that it's a continual journey, um, our prayer life, because I feel like God always has more for us. Um, But recently, I think over the past couple of months, honestly, since moving to the Phoenix area and getting involved with Hillsong, it's like grown leaps and bounds. Also with the community that I've been uh, blessed with, with all of you and especially you girls, um, it's really pushed me to, um tap into the lord more in my relationship with him um but i think that especially this week um something that had been on my heart is involving fasting and i know that we all did that today we we didn't like give up food or anything but we did give up like um sweets and you know um drinking only water um but it's one of those things that you know we're we're so distracted these days um and it should be a, a, a normal um, practice for us as um, followers of Christ to actually fast um, because it, it does something and it has um, power like food, for example. It's a barrier and fasting cleansing cleanses the body. It cleanses the spirit and the spirit outweighs the flesh, which automatically allows you to have um, a deeper connection with Jesus you know, as their father. And um, it allows us to focus on the giver rather than the gift itself. Like we've been given gift of like the food and everything. And it reminds me of the the scripture um, in Luke 5.33 where it says, And they um, said to him, the disciples um, of John Fast often and offer prayers, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees, but yours eat and drink. And Jesus said to them, Can you make wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them and then they will fast in those days and we are in those days yeah. where we should be fasting um, because too we don't even know our hearts like in psalms 139 23 through 24 says search me O god and know my heart test me and know my anxious thoughts point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life um dang girl So fasting, I think has been a really like, I don't know, like I can really feel his spirit because it's true. Like when you don't have food, like the spirit just takes over and you have such a connection when you get into his word and it leads from one thing to another, to another. And I don't know, I've just been loving it so much. So I want to continue like doing it like throughout this year and the next. And, um, yeah, I just, I think, um it's important to set those times aside in the morning. Um, and obviously in the evening being thankful for everything and just throughout the day, that daily communication, um, with him. So.
1: Okay. Michaela, you got something girl?
4: Um, yeah, just adding to what Tara said with, you know, the evening in the morning thing is when I, um, I notice with myself when I don't have that personal time with God, um like how Jesus went up on the mountain and had his time with God. My attitude is different, and everything my environment is different um compared to when I do have that time with God. and I feel like so many of us we're told like it has to be a law of you have to have that time with God. and so. I tried so hard like in the mornings, but I'm not a morning person. (laughs) I tried so hard and it just did not work out for me to get up so early and do it. And so what I did is I just started doing it in the nights, like late at night, because that's when um, I'm up most of the time. And so um, just able to have that time with him, it makes a difference for the next day and just thanking him for each day that he gives us. Um, But yeah.
1: Ariel,
4: you got something, girl? Um, I'm like the
5: opposite. <laughs> well, it started as me being. I started nighttime, but then I gradually started morning time, just because I feel like by the time I open my eyes, that's a, like the start. Like, um, it says somewhere in First Peter four chapter. I don't know where, but, um, <laughs> I didn't write. <laughs> and so it's like hard to like have a lot of things going through in your mind and pray at the same time. I feel like it's better to have a clear minded and so that you can have that like self-control
1: of what you're thinking.
5: Amen. And for me, it's been like up and down because I'm sometimes not <laughs> constant with my prayer life. Um, So sometimes it'll be like, just like, oh, it's just like on the go, rushed, not like very um, considerate or something like that. Um, So I feel like every time I do that, it's just, I feel like my mind is just goes crazy. Like it's out of control. And so what I do every time I read the Bible or um, I pray, everything that pops in my head, I usually um, put like, a list on the side and just write it down. And then so that you you don't have to like to worry about it and then you can deal it, deal with it later on. And so after that, as soon as I'm done, that's the time I start praying over them and then kind of like connect them to what I'm reading. And so that kind of helps me better understand what kind of like um, connect with what I read and what, what's been happening in my, you know, life. And so, yeah, that's pretty much it. But yeah, I'm with you about nighttime, but sometimes I need to have that self-control to also like, yeah, in the morning, it's hard, but Mm -hmm. it takes so much big steps.
6: (laughs) Um, so one of the, um, things that I do that has helped my prayer life a lot has been to keep a journal. I've always had a passion for writing, and I think um, keeping a journal has helped me strengthen my prayer life, just because um, I have sometimes a lot of things that I need to pray for, and a lot of people that I want to pray over, and without the journal, I found myself just being very um, repetitive with my prayers, and not as intentional and then another thing that i like about the journal is i always go back in and write down answered or cross out the prayer, prayer or highlight it just to kind of have a reminder of what god has done in my life and for me and for those around me and in those moments where i feel like god isn't hearing my prayer i go back to that same journal and i look over the prayers that he had he has already answered um and it's just a really good way of making sure that I'm keeping my heart in check from doubting God when I am praying. And also I enjoy writing down my prayers. So if I have a specific person or a specific problem that I want to pray over, I will write down the prayer so that I'm more intentional about how I pray. Yeah, and then, I mean, as far as timing goes, I, I, I used to do it like every morning. But um, now it's kind of switched towards the afternoon, just schedule-wise. But I do enjoy intimate time with God at least 30, 40 minutes a day.
2: Yeah. Um, as far as for me, when, um, sorry, with my prayer life, I feel one of the biggest things that has helped me um, just keep in mind God's promises is I love blasting music at my apartment and I think the words of the songs like really stick with me. So say I'm listening late at night in the morning, I'll have a verse come up to my mind. And it's something that I, that I know is inspired by God. Like for some reason it comes to mind in the mornings. And so it's a thought that sticks with me throughout the day. And also, um, when I pray, um, I've tried something different at night where I use the Bible and some, I remember this was, I think this was like two days ago, that I was like, Lord, I, I want to I wanna speak to you and I want it to, um, like I want you to speak to me through it. And I opened up my Bible to Psalms. And it was the most beautiful, like, prayer that I heard was, um, was Psalm 86, where it starts, like, hear me, Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. And then it just says, like, guard my life, for I'm faithful to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. And it was just something that I felt so empowered as I said it. I was like, wow. Wow. God, you, like these prayers are better than what I could come up with. Like they're already inspired by you. And for me to repeat it is just something so strong. And and I've done this thing where I leave my Bible in the car opened because I'm always on the go. And it just keeps me um, grounded as I'm, in the car, say, after a long day, I open it up, and I'm just like, I want to speak to you. I want you to speak through your word. And, yeah, so I just, I um, almost allow the environment I'm in to make it easier. Because if I have my Bible here and there, maybe I'll forget it or say I'm too tired to read it if it's on my counter. But if it's in my car, I can look at it then go from there.
1: So I feel like we've kind of talked about like two different things. Like one thing is like the intentionality of praying. Like we set these different times or like Kenya, you like have your Bible open and then you have your prayer journal. So there's so much intentionality in each of your, each of our um, prayers. But I also heard like communication, right? Like Kenya, you were just talking about like, Lord, I want to speak to you. Right. And I feel like that's what's, so important about prayers like that's our communication with god and like um i guess um i think about like a relationship like you couldn't have a relationship with your spouse or your friends without that communication and if this is the only way that we can communicate to our creator like like why aren't we doing it more and Mm -hmm. i feel like it's so easy just to be like asking for like having requesting prayers like lord can you do this for me when it can just be like lord like I'm at the grocery store. It's a good day. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for everything, Lord. Show me someone that you need me to help, or just little things like yeah. that. But yeah. also, I feel like with communication and prayer, mm-hmm. it's listening too, mm-hmm. right? You're right. Giving God that time, like after you do speak to Him, to speak back to you. Mm-hmm. Um. I was gonna ask you guys who are. Like, we, we all pray. We've just t- talked about our prayer lives, but what have you guys seen as a result of your prayer lives? Like, have you guys seen any answered promises? Because, I mean, there's promises that are answered all throughout the Bible. But, like, I want to hear about your own personal promises that have been answered after praying.
4: Um, yeah, just with praying for, um... I mean, I don't know if you, I know all of you guys know, I'm like pretty much a baby Christian, but um, so none of my family knows the Lord. Um, And so just praying, like I live with my sister, she's atheist, um, just over her life and seeing so many things that I asked for, for him to do over this past year of being a Christian, um, that he has already answered that I never expected it to be this fast. And I know it's a journey, but um, just little details of him working on her heart and things that she's starting to do that are more Christ-like. Um, so yeah, I've been praying, I mean, every single day, dedication over my family's life. So um, seeing that come to life is just, it's unspeakable. It's so amazing, so yeah.
3: Um. Yeah, I would say definitely Prayer um, always works. I mean, just being able to pray about anything and everything—like God cares so much about the big things, the little things. Like it's amazing, and it's even more meaningful when He answers those little things too, because you just know that He's He cares that much about you. Um, but I know, like big things, which you've heard before. Like I prayed to be able to, like attend Hillsong hated that i didn't even really realize they had them here like in the us or in phoenix at all i'm like oh australia no they're here um and so god did that i prayed like that he was surrounding with with like-minded people and he went beyond that and blessed me with a family of believers like i really feel like this is my family um I prayed for an apartment and I was like, and I want it downtown too. <laughs> and he came through with that as well. I didn't know how I'm like, I don't know if they'll accept this, like, but here you go. And you know, the next thing you know, um, I was accepted. Um, and then I prayed also for, um, you know, a group and community of women that I could sew into. And also, you know, them, they're sewing into me. And just like every week, having my doors open on a Tuesday night, And God always comes in and just, you know, it doesn't matter the group size, like, but we have prayer and we open up and there's tears sometimes and there's laughter and there's joy. And this is something that he put my heart years ago. I knew that I had this calling, like I just had a heart for for a woman, like a community to build each other up. And he did it without me even. And then, you know, the next thing, Hillsong, you know, Sheena approached me like, hey, okay, you need to have your Hillsong. Like, make it official. Because it wasn't even official before. I just had my doors open. So that was, like, a big thing for me. Um, And then also, I've just seen it now. Like, I prayed for um, restoration in my family. And he's already doing so much of that. I mean, even with my father, when... That the divorce happened, um, I just it was he was just kind of absent and he wasn't you know around anymore and my heart was kind of just not it, like we had a good communication but it wasn't the same and just recently like with my move came that where he was like hey I'm gonna fly to another state and I'm gonna drive your stuff down here with you and we and I was able to have that opportunity too to to apologize to him you know and let him know like. Um, The things, the mistakes that I had made, and I I apologize that we had missed out on so much, you know, that time, but we can start now. And, you know, he started to cry, and I started to cry. And um, it's just been, like, amazing. Like, he just cares so much. Like, I'm telling you, just pray and don't stop ceasing. Like, it says that we should never cease praying. Always pray. Because, like you said, Lily, it's direct communication with our Father. He loves us so much, and obviously, you know, the son that we we come to the father through. So, yeah.
2: Um, one of the biggest things that God has done for me, especially in seasons where I've had to depend more on him, um, is that he's given me a joy that is indescribable and it's um it's like no one can take that away from me like something so beautiful oh i'm gonna have to leave in a in a few minutes too (laughs) um but yeah he's he's given me a joy and such peace in the midst of when it wouldn't make sense it has given me the strength to just continue. So, um, yeah, I'm very grateful for that because I could have a lot of reasons to stress and no, but, but yeah, but God. Mm. Um, so
5: I started, I didn't really start praying intentionally until I like hit the lowest point, like if you see me years ago, you wouldn't see me me right now, because like God just like turned things around, things around without you expecting it, and you wouldn't really imagine that what that what what you went through would um would be he would use it something much greater um so I'm like really thankful about that and until then, my prayer life has been very strong, very um constant um I mean there are times it would be up and down, but I feel like it became stronger um, just by praying about certain things like getting a job like getting hired on spot without even having no lo- knowledge about anything i knew that that was god's hand that was god's will for me and then um and then there are prayers that i, I always ask god look like lord if it's not you then let everything else fail because i wouldn't want it if it's not your will um so um like for example relationships like i tell god lord if it's not your will i want you to, you to like just let it fail then i know it's not your will for me um and then me going to hawaii moving there i pray to god to for you know any open doors or anything that and then he said, no, you're gonna stay here. You're gonna stay here in Phoenix. And I know I have so much plans for you and I did not know that I was gonna lead the welcome team in Hillsong. So that was very like, like, I can't really describe it, but it was like, wow. I did not expect this. <laughs> yeah, it was just so much surprise. Like I have no words. How powerful
2: God is! Yeah.
6: Um, okay, I'm gonna try to say this as short as I can without crying. Um, <laughs> you can cry, girl. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> going off of what Ariel was saying, I I feel so honored that we serve a faithful God. Um, it really makes my heart crumple up inside when I think about how God, the only thing that he longs is to communicate with us. It makes me really, it makes my spirit move when I think that he is just such a good God and being the sovereign God that he is. And I do say this often. and I hope I don't sound like a broken record, but that at the end of the day, he really all he wants is the broken pieces of our heart. And he just wants to hold them in his hand and he wants to make us whole in his own perfect way. And he just wants to. he has so much blessings and so much gifts to give us. And if we just seeked him or saw after his face in prayer daily, we could really allow ourselves to witness the abundance of joy that comes from serving our father. And um, my, my life is um, a huge testimony of, of God's power. Um, I'll try to name the first that come up, come across my head. Um, I was diagnosed with um, epilepsy when I was eight years old. And it had come and gone, Um, and I was re-diagnosed with it about two years ago, Um, and they told me that I was going to have to be on medication all of my life. And they, you go to the doctor, and all they say is like, you can't do this, you can't do that. But there was healing over my life um, in April of 2018, and. um, Even though sometimes there are still some physical struggles, I have seen the hand of God and how he has moved um, through that and how he has really just been my sustainer. Um, Another thing that I can think of that you you girls, some of you girls know, but not a lot of people know, um, is when it comes down to the relationship that I have with my birth mom. Um, I grew up seeing her as my sister, and recently, over the past three months, um, I have really seen how, through a specific hardship that happened with one of my brothers, um, how God has really restored and brought healing over our family and over our relationship. And I had already, you know, been praying for a while but my prayer didn't start becoming as habitual and as consistent until, in a way, God allowed for the circumstance to happen. And I have seen so many miracles in these past three months. Um, my brother became the exception to a lot of things like within the legal system. That was an answered prayer. Um, the restoration of my relationship with my birth mom was an answered prayer. Um, just, I feel like the past three months have been months of restoration in a lot of ways, um, from you know that, and then also my re- relationship <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um, <laughs> with Matt. Um, <laughs> oh, <there it> goes. <laughs> and the and I know that this is about prayer, and the only reason why I bring it up, and again, I hope I'm not taking too much time. Is because I have really, really seen God's faithfulness, and um, and this. Um, sorry, I don't mean to sound awkward. I'm just trying so hard not to cry, um, because I, the way that things had happened before, um, didn't come out of a way that honored God. But through prayer, I have seen how God has really strengthened um, the relationships around me, and how. I, I continue to seek after him, and he still continues to deliver. And one of the things that I had asked God for guidance on was um, for the restoration of the relationship with Matt's parents as well. And just seeing God show up and His faithfulness and and how how eager He really is to just give us the miracles that we ask for is truly an amazing thing to see unfold before my eyes, and I know that if it can happen to me and everyone in here. It can happen to everyone else that's listening.
1: I think you bring up such a good point because we talked about prayer communication, but you're talking about prayer warfare because there's restorations that are happening. There's um, things that you thought would never come to life come to life. Bye, Kenya. We love you. Bye, Kenya's gotta be a working woman. Bye, Kenya. But so I thought I would bring up. <laughs> Bye. I thought I would bring up the armor of God, um, mainly because I feel like every day is warfare. Every day you have to fight against your flesh, whether that be you having a problem with your attitude like me, um, whether you have a problem with like lust or um, forgiveness, any of that. When when our flesh tries to come out, we have to to fight back with either warfare or just protect ourselves in the morning. So um, Paul talks about the armor of God, if you guys don't mind me reading this.
3: No, please do
1: in Ephesians 6 10 and he says finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes for our struggle is not against flesh and blood so it's not your neighbor it's not your the girl down the street or the girl at work it's not against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in spirit on all occasions. Pray without ceasing, just like Tara had said, which is 1 Thessalonians five sixteen through 18. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. So prayer. Prayer is our weapon. Prayer is our warfare, just like the sword of the spirit. And then we have to put on the full armor of God to, to really be able to you know, protect ourselves from what we're praying for. So I thought it'd be awesome to bring that in just so that we can, because that's something, if I don't pray for anything, that's what I pray for every morning, because I know if I don't, my flesh will come through. Um, I'm a nurse, so, like, I deal with all types of emotions, and if I don't put that armor on, I'm going to be a victim of those emotions that everyone else is feeling. So, Michaela.
4: Um, just talking about that, I feel like sometimes things happen to us just out of testing. Um, I feel like God just wants to know what our first reaction will be. Um, like, will we freak out about it or will we pray first? Mm-hmm. And I feel like when we pray first, it's it always works out better for us and for him, obviously, too, because he wants the best for us. But um, just like a small incident that. Recently happened to me. Um, I had drive a little Volkswagen Beetle. I've had this car since I was like 16, so it's been it's been fun, but it also has a lot of issues. And so um, I came came across a point where I wasn't able to drive it for a while. And um, my first reaction was just prayer and just God help me. Like, what do I do? Like, I, I work so many jobs. I feel like, and I'm all over the city all the time, and so. Me not having a car was like, that's not really a thing. Um and he came through with two cars at one time. And so every day I was I was waking up like, ooh, which car do I want to drive today? So I was like, Yeah, so it was it was serious favor but I feel like it was really because I I didn't I didn't freak out about it. I wasn't I didn't let that fear overtake me. Um and then just with that I was kind of just like able to see where he took that and what he did with that um I shared that story with Tara and then she spoke about it on her ministry online and it reached people like across the globe and so it's so cool how we can see like in our testing it's not just about us it's just about our reaction and then like who is he going to take that to reach and so um, with prayer it it spoke to people that I don't even know of you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so it's amazing what prayer can do
1: um,
6: so I wanted to share a part of um, scripture that I had been reading this week and um, it's in second Chronicles there's two different passages the first one is second Chronicles 7 verse 14 and it says if my people who are called by their wicked ways um no okay so I'm sorry If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek, sorry, I keep losing my, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer um, made in this place for now I have chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually. And so four things that stood out to me from this um, Bible verse were how first there is humility. So I, we always have to make sure that before we initiate our prayer, that we are coming in a humble spirit yep. um, set before the King of the throne, right? right. Or who sits at the throne. Um, After that is the actual prayer, Mm -hmm. Um, who we're praying for, what we're praying for, and how we're praying. And in the midst of that prayer, that we are seeking the face of God and the will of God instead of our own will and what we want, and that we're not necessarily coming to Him with our own agenda, but that we are submitting to His will. And then also from that comes change, how He changes from like our heart um, and in turn will give us fruit of the spirit that will be able to change, you know, people around us or circumstances around us. And Lily brought up a really good point earlier when she mentioned that prayer um, can be, you know, warfare, Mm -hmm. that this is, you know, like that song that I used to love that just became so um, repetitive to me. This is how I fight my battles, but really like, that's yep. that's how we are supposed to fight our battles is on our knees. Yes. Um, not with our not with our not with our heart, not with, with our mm-hmm. will, not with our own hands, but on our knees. Mm-hmm. Are we willing to bend down and submit to God's will and to just really declare life over our people and our situations? Yeah. And so that kinda took me to um Second Chronicles twenty, where it talks about Ammon, Moab and Mount Sire defeated. And how these people came to, how do you say his name? Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat. And they told him, like, you have many armies coming against you and many people that are coming to to hurt you. Mm -hmm. And how he basically, like, starting in verse 5 all the way through verse 12, I won't read it all because it's kind of long. But during that whole passage, he's saying things like, are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel? And gave it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend forever. And they dwell in it and they have built you a sanctuary in it in your name. Um, are, do you not rule all of the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand is there not power and might? And so no one is able to withstand you. And so when I pray about mm. circumstances or battles and whoever is listening, if you have a present battle, you just go to Second Chronicles 20 verse um, five and 12 and declare that battle prayer over your life because our help truly does come from the Lord. And one of the greatest things about prayer is that it allows us and enable us to access God's power that way and just declare it over our lives. Right.
3: No, I I was just going to say that um, I I stumbled upon um, a verse in revelations and it show me that our prayers are fragrant. I don't know if you've heard of this like verse, but it's in Revelations 8, 3 through 4. And it says, um, an angel who had a golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all God's people. And on the golden altar in front of the throne, the smoke of the incense together with our prayers of God's people went up before God from the angel's hand. And so I was thinking, you know, like, um, you know, even though I oftentimes feel maybe inadequate, am I asking, you know, the right thing? Am I asking in the right way? Am I asking with the right motives? But here we're being told that even in our weak and stumbling prayers, are, it's perfumed um, so that the stench of all that is stale and unworthy, um, or even the foolish things that we say is sweetened. Um, and, you know, our prayers, um, um, you know, it says to like that we should uh, let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. That's in Hebrews four sixteen. And then there's a second scene. Um, so it says, then the angel took the ses- uh, censer, filled it with the fire from the altar and hurled it on the earth. And there came peals of thunder, rumblings, flashings of lightning, and an earthquake. Um, And I think what we see is the things happening on earth because of our prayers of believers is sweetened by Christ. Um, And when I see that and I believe that, I really, it motivates me to pray and even, um, you know, even when in my weakness of my prayers, Um, I don't know, but it was just neat to see how uh, that, that the The angel took incense with our prayers together before the Lord. So, like, no matter how I'm praying, you know, even if it is, you know, inadequate or whatever we're feeling, like it's gonna be sweetened before Him.
1: That is awesome. I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I I love that because I feel like if I would have heard that when I a year ago, whenever Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to pray, it would have given me so much like courage that, you know, just me praying, like, hi, God, like, please help me right or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter how eloquent it is or whatever. Like, God hears us. And going off of kind of what Melissa was saying, like, when I heard what you were talking about, it made me think, like, pray the impossible or like the power of prayer, basically. Mm -hmm. And that brings me to like, to the verse Matthew, I mean, Mark, Eleven twenty two, where Jesus is basically telling them to just pray, pray a big prayer because that, that's how I get the glory. Like if you don't think right. you can do it, that's a, that's great because then I'm gonna get the glory from that. And so, um, in that, basically, what he says is have faith in God, and that's a really interesting thing because I feel like prayer increases our faith. Yes. Um, yes. He says, "I tell you the truth, if anyone says to this mountain." Go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen. It will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Mm -hmm. And then he goes on and says, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive him so that your father in heaven may forgive your sins. So he says you can have anything, basically. Um... As long as you believe it, like literally think about throwing, thinking about a mountain throwing itself into the sea, like that's almost like impossible. And so what I got from that, like pray the impossible. Mm. And then also like, is he going to hear our prayers if we're not forgiving our brothers? So while you're standing, do this also. Um. Yeah. So with what you were saying, I think Melissa has a really good um a really good set of kind of advice for um, prayer habits for someone who maybe doesn't know how to pray. But doesn't matter how you pray. Like Tara said, um, (laughs) the Lord will get a sweet incense with it.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, I think I want to start off by saying, because I know we all have different lives. Like most of us here are single um, and, you know, it's kind of easy for me to set up a specific prayer time in my day because I don't have any kids you know I don't have a husband yet and um and so and so anyways um I know that there's some mothers or women out there and maybe even single dads that are that do have kids and that do have to follow a consistent schedule every day and I heard this little clip um, that I think I sent you guys a few weeks back about the power of praying with your eyes open. So um, I don't know if it was Tara or who mentioned that or, or you that the Bible does tell us pray without ceasing, you know. And so what does it really mean to pray without ceasing? That means be in constant communication with God, be constantly engaging in prayer. Yeah. And so I find that often since we do lead very busy lives and we're very like on the go all of the time, Um, it's very hard to incorporate that individual time praying, but you can also pray with your eyes open when you're driving and, and you're thinking about a specific situation that's praying, that's, you know, stressing you out, Lord, like, obviously you can't close your eyes or pray intentionally that way, but Lord, I, I invite you into the situation and just guide me and show me and give me your wisdom. You're doing the dishes, you're doing your bed, like be in constant communication with God. That's actually one of the things that I wanted to challenge you guys that are listening is give it a good 14 days. Like just 14 days of being in constant communication with God because I know that after those 14 days you're going to see God come through in your life in whatever area you're you're hoping yeah. that he does yeah. or you're going to just want to desire it and do it so much more because it's just going to strengthen your relationship with God. But <laughs> what I wanted to read um where I found on the CBN um website and it's 14 desirable prayer habits um, the first one is choose the best time for dedicated daily personal prayer choose the best place is number two with minimal interruptions and distractions number three is be consistent regarding your prayer time as a daily appointment on your calendar if you have time to watch your Netflix shows or to watch your novellas or whatever it is that you're into or go on the what is yeah. it the the B? what's that thing that the babylon bee um <laughs> you know like you have yeah. time for prayer yeah. set a minimum time but stay realistic and prioritize quality over quantity amen start with a few minutes and build up mm-hmm. um number five is plan special times of prayer whether it's half a day or a whole day or like fasting for example Uh, Number six is bring prayer into your relationships, including your home, family life, as well as friendships. Seven is make prayer part of your Christian service, not only preceding action with prayer, but making sure prayer flows together with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Focus on God. I'm sorry, focus on the person of God, not the activity of prayer. So just keeping your focus on the Father. And that one kind of reminds me of... um, One of my favorite flowers is the sunflower and the reason why I love it so much is because it has this quality called heliotropism, if I'm pronouncing it right, where it basically like it follows the sun. Wherever the sun is, like the face of the sunflower follows That's with it. Beautiful. And I love that. Aww. And I love what it represents because it reminds me that I have to be like a sunflower. Aww. I have to keep my focus on God. I have to keep my my eyes where where my energy comes from. That is so um, sweet. Then it's come before him in humility, recognizing you're in the unmeditated, unmediated presence of the holy God. Come expectantly to the throne with the simplicity and trust of a child before his or her father. Strive for balance, incorporating all all types of prayer mentioned above. So prayer can also be through worship. If you don't have words, let, let your no words be your worship. Pray in the spirit, the one who initiates and energizes our prayers and is our strength in the face of an invisible, invisible spiritual enemy. Do not do all the talking, but have times of silence and listening before the Lord. I think mm-hmm. that's very important. And something that I've personally been trying to incorporate more in my prayer is once I'm done, I don't like to just get up and continue about my day. I like to just kind of sit there in the presence of God and just okay. just, just be still. And then the last one is practice the presence of God. Seek to live your entire day before God. Weaving prayer into your ordinary activities so your life becomes one ceaseless and uninterrupted prayer. Wow. Good. Of heat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really good.
1: <clears throat> all right. Well, I think everyone had an amazing things to contribute. Thank you all for coming in today. Um, so right now, we just kind of want anyone that's listening or even anyone in this room that if you haven't yet like chose Jesus Christ as your savior, or you just, you're thinking like, man, they said something that kind of resonated with me. And I think that I should maybe start to, um, start following in Jesus' ways. I'm, I want to say a prayer of salvation for everybody. And um, Melissa, do you want to lead it?
6: Oh, sure. Um, dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. Jesus. Thank you for the life you gave me. Thank, thank you for the life you gave me. You gave me. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. And forgiving my sins. And forgiving my sins. I believe you came. I believe you came. You died. You died. died. And rose again. And rose again. Just for me. Just for me. Today I follow you. Today I follow you. And put my trust in you. And put my trust in you. This is my new beginning. This is my new beginning. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Holy cow! Easy, what do you, you want to say something about it? Oh, that was a lot. Um, I don't know. Like, just everything you guys had to say was just so empowering. So it was also good to hear some stories that I've never heard, you know, and kind of get to know you ladies better. So that was awesome as well. Absolutely. Oh dang! I don't have my phone. I was gonna play a little bit of music then. Never mind. Michael Todd's whole thing. You just edited it in there. Praying. Keep (laughs) on. Praying. My money's gone. Keep on. Praying. I don't wanna flirt, but keep on. (laughs) Something like that.
5: Still single, but keep.
0: (laughs) On (laughs) praying. (laughs) Y'all can go look it up on YouTube or something, but uh, no, uh, ladies, that was amazing. That was awesome. Prayer is a very powerful tool. And I mean, you guys covered so much and honestly, like, it's just like, there's so much more to involve with it. So everyone. So this is just, just a just, part one. Yeah. I feel like there's gonna be a part seven of these. We're going to do a part two. So everyone you sitting here is going to come back and do another part two. Okay. Y'all should. Because I feel like it's not finished. Right. It, it, it feels like it needs more because this is a very powerful, powerful topic that I think a lot of people don't have haven't tapped into to the full potential yet. So, Um, but Hey, anybody who's listening, you know, we just said that prayer for salvation. And if you guys did make that decision, we want to hear from you. So send us an email connection.podcast3 at gmail.com. Or hit us up in the DMS at connection podcast on the gram or screenshot or tag us or whatever. (laughs) One of those things. All right, guys, ladies, Lillian, Melissa, Tara, Ariel, Ariel, Michaela. Kenya. Did I say Ariel? Ariel. I'm sorry. Ariel. Ariel. Sorry. <laughs> and Kenya, who is probably going to listen to this later, but she left early. So thank you guys. Thank you, ladies, so much. Um, honored to have you all. It was amazing. Thank you for the topic. Thank you for the discussion. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I did. I did too. Matt, did you enjoy it? Yes, I did. I did. Say it again. Come here. Say that. He loved it. All right, guys. We hope you all have a fantastic week. We love you all. Peace out. Hit space bar. Hit space bar. Hit space bar. Hit space bar.